Welcome to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive Podcast. I am Laurieann Sheldrick, the Contagiously Positive Girl and your host. This is a podcast where every week we are going to talk about all the things that make our lives contagiously positive, health, happiness, food, nutrition, spirituality, our careers, relationships, and so much more. So join me weekly on an epic journey to becoming the happiest and healthiest person you know by filling up your toolbox with nourishment for your mind, body, and soul. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. Today, I have an incredible special gift for you. We are spending one hour with the incredible, the beautiful, the talented, the brilliant, my personal coach as well, Jessica Dolphin. Jessica is the owner of Power of Three Mind, Body, and Spirit Connections. Where do I even begin with the list of incredibleness that is this woman? She is the author of Power of Three, The Light, The Love, and The Life. She is a psychic medium. She is a spiritual wellness coach. She is a business coach. Every week she runs and and organizes a woman's tribe group to help women live their best lives. She is on Facebook. She is on Instagram. She is on YouTube. She has her own podcast called Soul Alignment. I don't know how she keeps up with all of the amazingness that she puts out into the world. It is a true honor to be interviewing her today. I could go on and on, but you're going to be spending one hour with her. So get comfortable, get a pen and paper because she is giving us tools that we can take instant action on today to live our life huge, to be unapologetic about the things that we want, to live our life from a place of authenticity and magic and to truly live from a place of soul alignment. So get cozy everyone because Jessica is giving us juicy nuggets and I promise you your life will be changed forever if you incorporate the tools that she gives us. If you work the work that Jessica gives, I promise you because I can attest to it, your life will change and you will unleash your inner contagiously positive and clear. I'm pushing the record button. You sound great even though we are miles apart. You sound wonderful and it's just so amazing to hear your voice. I am so happy to be part of your show. I can't believe it. It's been so long in coming so I am crazy universally excited. Oh, me too. I was sitting here thinking I've done nothing but stare at my computer for the past half hour and I feel like a fan who's waiting in line, who's like <laughs> waiting for waiting for you to wave at me. So I'm like I'm, being, I'm waving with two hands. I'm direct eye contacting you right now. It's just it's so crazy because I've obviously I've known you for like probably like six years now. I've worked yes. with you. You're my coach and I just feel like this this like crazy fan it's just so amazing because oh this God, this is great you. 
There'd be no Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast without you, so I'm just going to start right there. I'm throwing it right out there that there just would not even be a Contagiously Positive without you. So I think that's why I'm just feeling this like amazing emotion to turn the tables and interview you. <laughs> so fun, right? Well, thank you. I'm going to take the, the amazing love bath. I mean, I think so often we, we let compliments slide, so I'm going to let that sink into my heart, and I love that. And I'm so excited and proud of you for acknowledging who you can become and stepping up into that empowering person and getting that train going. So congratulations to you and thanks again for having me. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for being here. I'm going to respect your time because I know you are just a busy, busy woman these days. So I'm diving right in. And I'm actually taking a page from your book because honestly, I could have probably had like 200 questions that I could have asked you. So I'm just going to do what you always say and just let spirit guide me and let my intuition guide me. I have things that I just want to ask no matter what because I'm selfish and I want to know. But I have, this is what's coming up right now. You are so powerful. Um, you're doing so many amazing things. You're so busy. And I know there's a lot of good stuff coming up too. So I'm gonna we're going to talk about that. But I am staring at your picture right now. We're on Skype. People can't see us, but we're on Skype. I'm staring at your picture, and I have this book on my desk that I'm about to read. It's Deepak Chopra. It's called The Spiritual Laws of Superheroes. And yes. honestly, the picture on it, I'm like, that's Jessica Dolphin. I want to get started right away and ask you this question. What is your number one superpower? My number one superpower, wow, um, to be honest, mm -hmm. it doesn't actually have anything to do with me. My number one superpower is looking at everybody individually, collectively as a empowering group and seeing the universal light and empowerment that is within each and every one of us and recognizing that and dusting it off and bringing it to the forefront and allowing you and giving you permission to step into that. Mm, that's beautiful. Juicy, right? Absolutely. It has nothing to do with me. I always think people ask me all the time, you know, Jesse, what is what makes you such a successful coach? And that's that's why. That's why. Because I think we don't give ourselves enough credit and we don't allow ourselves or give ourselves permission to be as big as we truly can be. Mm. Oh, so true. Absolutely. I, I can I can see that in you because it's so true. Like I always leave our calls and our sessions just wanting to say like, thank you for letting me be me because I can show up at my best or I can show up at my worst and I never feel judged. I never feel like like one is better than the other or I have to act a certain way or and when I talk to you I'm like it doesn't I don't even have to speak to you I can just listen to one of your posts your beautiful soul alignment podcast um, anything to do with power of three and I instantly just want to go and take over the world yeah thank you um and and I love that because I will tell you it has been a hard rocky road for myself I've come from a crazy life of a background where I was not supported mm -hmm. and I think when we come from such difficult paths 
and pasts, I think what it really does is it empowers us. It does two things, I think. We can either sit back and, and play the woe is me, um, I'm going to have a crap life because I all of this adversity had happened to me and I had poor circumstances and this and that. And, we, and truly, what that is is having a pity party for yourself and making excuses. Mm-hmm. That's, that's route number one. Or route number two, which I very clearly chose, was to say, okay, cool, universe, thank you for serving that up. I'm going to dust myself off. I'm going to make the best out of every situation. And my journey now is going to be to empower as many people on this planet as I can to start living their dreams, having the courage to step forward and actually being a better, the best version of themselves. Because I think when I'm coaching people and everyone that I have coached is succeeding in so many amazing, wonderful ways that When people succeed from coaching with me, which is really just a big kick in the butt for accountability and looking at things differently um, and pulling all of these possibilities out of yourself and out of the universe, when you're succeeding, that is, I could cry. That's my biggest compliment. That's my happiest moment in life. So I know that we all have come from hardship and when we move forward, it's, it's nothing but a universal blessing. Mm, I love that. And you know, it's so good for people to hear because I have your book in front of me, The Power of Three, Body, Mind, and Spirit Connections. And you know, you're, you're a psychic medium, you're a spiritual wellness coach, you're a business coach, you have all of these things going going for you, you're the most positive person in the world, like all of this stuff. And without knowing you looking in you just think man she's probably always had it together but right from page five of the book the introduction uh you just talk about being depressed and having no direction and having no desires and just really not knowing what to do and not listening to your own spirit guides like you go right into that to say like i'm just like everyone else and even though you have this amazing gift it doesn't mean you've always tapped into it and have not had and it doesn't mean that you've had a perfect life oh for sure and 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 I, I love when people acknowledge that. So thank you for acknowledging that because I think it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you're the president of the United States, if you're a janitor cleaning toilets, if you're the CEO of a company. Um, I can tell you, you know, I know numerous multimillionaires who are desperately unhappy because they're not living their true self because they haven't given themselves permission to live the way that they want to live. And I myself have been there. Like, I, I even my post today on my Power of Three on Facebook page, I posted about, you know, I woke up and I was really sad because I remember being, you know, enslaved in this nine-to-five job that just clearly wasn't working for me. But at every turn, I just fought it so hard because I wanted to be normal. I wanted to fit into this perfect, you know, little box I think society tries to, to put us all in, and I just didn't. I just didn't fit. I was, I was super, super unhappy, which all of us get depression at some point in, in life. Yeah. I was a super and still am an empath. So I feel things so much more deeply than air quotes, normal people or sheeple. Yeah. And I, I, here I was stuck. And I remember thinking to myself, this, this cannot be, this, this can't be my journey. This, this cannot be my number one. This can't be the best that I can be. 
because I wasn't. I was I was I was phoning it in basically. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, I'm just gonna pretend. I'm just gonna get through the day the best that I can. Which, to be honest with you and with all your listeners, is a lot of the time I actually ended up crying in the bathroom oh. or crying in my car because I was so overwhelmed with the feeling of not wanting to be there, of not feeling like I was contributing enough, um, of not feeling that I was making any sort of difference whatsoever. And I know there's so many people that identify with that. And for a lot of us, we just say that that's okay, right? Mm -hmm. Depression, it's just okay. Calling it in, that's just okay. Only 50% showing up for your life, it's just okay. And I think a lot of us, we have a really, um, we're bad at just putting up with things being mediocre, what's that word? Mediocre. Mediocre, that's the word. it's just so true. And I didn't want to do it anymore. I'm, I'm just like everybody else. There is not one special thing about me except that I refuse to be stuck any longer. And I, I want the best for every single person out there. Including, including yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because here I was literally at 33. I just had a baby. Here I was across the country, all over the place. I, I don't know if I put this in the book. I can't remember because I wrote that so many years ago. I was breastfeeding and I was like sending it home to our nanny over a courier who was feeding my daughter because I had chose this HR career because I wanted to set the world on fire. And the craziest thing was, is that when everything wasn't working and I was overworked and overstressed, my spiritualness and my faith Mm -hmm. and my positivity for my own life and the value that I was placing on that were the only things that kept me going. The only things that kept me going. And so why I'm so relatable is because I've been there. Mm -hmm. I've been in a job where I don't want to be right. I've been the lowest of the lows. I've, I've been the highest of the highs. But it's what we do in those moments that strongly determine our character and what we want and what we demand for our life and what we demand out of ourselves. And I love hearing that because, you know, you just said 33 years old, you just celebrated your 40th. So that just goes to show like this hasn't been something you haven't been living from this place your whole entire life. You you were a grown woman with a brand new baby and you just had to say like enough is enough and look at how far you've come in just seven years. Like look at how much change in just seven years. And because I've known you for a while, you can even see it in your appearance. Like you're like you have this shine to your eyes. You're just like bright pink hair whereas if people see pictures if people see pictures of you from seven years ago you're not that bright shining light the way you are today because like everything that inside that's inside of you is also coming out physically which is just so amazing I agree oh my god I love that you said that thank you because I think it's our outward appearance is mirroring and mimicking exactly what is going on inside of us. Mm. Exactly what we are tolerating and what we are allowing on our journey, our outward appearance is mimicking that. So here I was at 33, desperately unhappy, desperately unhappy. I couldn't even breathe. I was pushing 200 pounds. I was living a life where I 
and I, you know me, you know that I'm a huge spiritual person and yep. I never use the word hate. I use that very rarely. It doesn't even exist in my vocabulary. And I can very clearly remember hating my life. I wanted, I wanted this huge career. And then when I got it, I thought, oh my God, this is not what I signed up for. Mm. So what did I do? I stress ate like a lot of us. I was making very unhealthy choices. I was drinking a ton because I was so unhappy. Uh, my relationship was at, it was at the worst point it could have been right after having a baby because it, everybody was stressed out. Yeah, of course. Uh, I was, I was all over the country, you know, putting out all of these HR fires and dealing with all of these HR teams and in companies that should have known better, but they didn't. Um, and basically I was just making excuses. So I was putting myself last. I was putting my family last and I was putting my child last. I was putting my relationship absolutely last. And my appearance 100% reflected that. And what I'm going to do today, um, let me know when we're going to post this and I'll actually put a uh, picture on my Power of Three page. I'll have to see because it's funny that you say that because I don't actually have a lot of pictures of me from back then because inside I was hurting so badly that I didn't want to have a lot of pictures taken. So now, today, I am slimmed down. I'm, I'm getting my health back. Uh, I've lost over 38 pounds. Um, I decided to match my outward appearance so that it matches my inward shine and my inner universal light, as I like to call it. So yeah, I do have crazy hair. (laughs) And the reason I do is because I can, I can, I think there's nothing funner than having fluorescent pink and blue and teal and purple and black hair all at once because I can, because I gave myself permission to step into who I truly had been, but was stifling that and hiding that for a really long time, uh, which includes my tattoos too, right? Cause people uh, are like, Whoa. I didn't know you had so many tattoos. And for me, that was just something that, and something that is that I, that I love. It's, it's a way of self-expression and, and what a great thing we can do when we can fully step up and express ourselves the way that we choose to. Mm, That's so beautiful. And I love that. But the thing is, though, you you know, your hair is not crazy. It's bright. And you are just such a bright light. And every time you post a picture, and it's like this new, beautiful color, instantly, it like, it's like, it just brings brightness into my life. And I'm sure it's the same for other people as well. Because it's just, again, it's not just your outer appearance. It's what's coming out. And that comes through even through the internet. Like, <laughs> Oh, I love that. And I thank you because I work, I really work tirelessly to empower as many people as I can. Mm-hmm. Because when, when we have, I call them those universal aha moments, right? Yeah. Where it's like, you know what? My hair, because I had, and believe me, I take some flack for my hair because there, there's always going to be haters out there. Oh, I know. It's like true. your hair looks like a cockatoo. And, and then I'm like, thank you. Oh, cockatoos are beautiful. <laughs> and they're like, no, that's not what I meant. And I'm like, no, I know what you meant, but I'm yeah. going to look on the bright side. And thank you because it's fun. Like we're here to have fun. We're here to love and, and live the biggest, the best version of our life that we can. Oh, We're on absolutely. in the blink of an eye. So here's my question to everyone. Why not? Well, that's just Why it. Not? Exactly. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And that's actually a really good question. Um, because you, especially now, um, you're doing so much business coaching now, like, like, which is just phenomenal. Uh, because if any, if you're going to tell anyone to put their big girl panties on, it's you because you do it with so much love. But what, that's a really, because you just said, you know what, you're going to have haters. And it's so true. When you put your true authentic self out there, for some reason, you just generate haters. So what's advice you can give to people who are putting themselves out there, but then they pull back because someone gives them negative feedback or someone posts something negative on social media or on one of their blogs or just like in life in general, what advice would you give them? Because it just happens. The happier you are, the more hate you seem to get. Absolutely. Oh my God. I love that question. Yeah. <laughs> because believe me, I have my haters. Here's how I answer that universally for everybody. doesn't matter what you're doing. First of all, we have to understand and know that the second we put ourselves out there on any public platform, it is up for public consumption period. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be for good. Obviously, if we're posting it, we're hoping that it, 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 it it's for good. Clearly yes. there's intent and positive energy behind that, but we are opening ourselves up for judgment. That's just the way that it is. And I have tons of haters. Now how I deal with haters is number one, I don't acknowledge them. Mm. The biggest thing that I ever learned, one of the biggest things is that, uh, when we are putting ourselves out there, we are actually allowing ourselves to be powerful and to be heard. So the greatest thing that we can do is to give light to positive things. We can shine our light on things that are going to better people. They're going to empower people. They're going to empower our audience and make you feel better. The worst thing I could do is shine that light on someone who is being negative. Mm. So I just don't read them. I don't read the negative comments. I don't entertain them. I don't answer back to them. My lack of a response is actually my response. Yeah. And there's more power in being silent than in just in fueling the fire. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. And, and I think it's, we have to remind everybody too, that this is my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Like it's my opinion on this particular view and you might not share that, but I will absolutely guarantee you that it is coming from a place of love and light and universal growth. Mm. You know, I think you just, just the word, my opinion, what immediately came up there is if everybody just understood that it's a good thing to have different opinions instead of just having this massive desire to just be right all the time. We could open ourselves up to so much more positive energy and to a positive life. Like, different is good. Absolutely. Different yeah. is amazing, right? Yeah. Like, that's that's one of the things I've built my my uh, business around is being different. I, yeah. I had suffered being, air quotes, normal and very, very vanilla for over, you know, almost 15 years of my professional HR career and life. Mm -hmm. I had short chestnut brown hair. Not that there's anything wrong with chestnut brown hair, but for me, that just didn't work. Exactly. I had had, I wore suits to work every single day. And when I got up in the morning, I felt like I was living a lie because I was so spiritual and so outgoing and so positive. 
And I just felt like, you know, there's, there's, there's bigger and better things out there. Yes. And thank God the universe drove me to where I am now. Oh, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Everybody has an opinion and that's what I love because it's your opinion. Yeah. And if it happens to vibrate with me and I happen to validate with that and I understand that and I think, oh my God, thank you for saying that because that's exactly what I was thinking. That's exactly what I was feeling. Then share it. Yeah. Love it. Pass it on. Right. Keep the good vibe train going. I think we forget to do that in society. Like if you read something and it resonates with you. You should be like, oh, wow, you know, post that to your page or send that to a friend and be like, you know, I, I just thought you could use this. I really, really loved it. Yeah. Cheers. It's the best thing we can do. And I, I was thinking about that the other day because um, I share a lot. If it if it resonates with me, I'm like, I'm going to share that in some way. Um, and then I was thinking, why don't people share it? Like I will hear often, I'll bump into someone on the street and they'll be like, Oh my God, that blog you did, or that thing that you did loved it so much. And here are all the great things that have happened since I started doing it. And I think, well, why didn't you say something? And I think it's because we're afraid to put ourselves out there. Again, we're afraid to comment. We're afraid to share. We're afraid to say, here are the things that I believe in. Um, you might not believe in them, but here's what I love. It's almost like we're more afraid to have our, to, to show the light side of us, to show the positive side of us. But then it's not a bit, it's not a problem at all to share all the garbage on social media. That's because it's easy. It's easier. Garbage and low vibration is easy. It's mm-hmm. easy, right? Yeah. It's bottom, fe- it's bottom feeder mentality. And people don't like it when I say that, but it's true. Yeah. So the greatest thing you can do is for yourself or whether you're in a business, it doesn't matter, period. The greatest thing you can do for yourself is to be and live in authenticity. Mm. 100% authentic. Doesn't that feel good? It even yeah. feels good to say. I know. It's, I give myself yeah. permission to be 100% authentic. Okay. I give myself permission to be a hundred percent authentic. That should be everyone's affirmation. Write that down. That should be everyone's affirmation every single day until they just believe it. Because I just knowing, especially knowing from myself and you the same way, um, it, we don't feel like it's okay to be ourselves, but like who else are we going to be? Right. I, I mean, know. it can't be me because I'm taken and I can't be you because you're amazing. So it, it's it's part of our journey of why we're here is to is to find out okay what is my authenticity vibration what is it that I love about myself so much that I want to promote and I want it to be seen and I want it to be heard every day every day in my life and if it's on social media God bless that's that's the greatest thing because we can use that positive light to empower others and to give permission. But it, it, it is true. We always so fast will go to negative because negative mm-hmm. is comfortable and negative is easy. Yeah. And that as well, as I'm going to toot my own horn, just like I'm Kanye West, no one's going to promote you better than yourself. Yeah. But that is why I'm such a good coach because I'm like, yes. okay, you know what? Everybody has bad days, but let's figure out the root cause of what isn't working. And, you know, sometimes the reason why it's not working is because that wasn't authentic. That wasn't authentic to you. That wasn't authentic to your life. And that wasn't authentic to your brand. And it didn't feel right. Mm. If it doesn't feel right, that's the universe's way of saying, no, thank you. Next. And I just did a post on that too, right? Like I have so many people that say no to me. So I'm like, okay, you say no. Guess what? I say next. Yeah. Okay. 
no problem. I'll touch base with you in six months. How does that sound? Great. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Right? Yeah. Whereas, and, on and move up. Whereas a lot of people would hear no and think that the no is like no to them, no to their business, no yes. to their service, like it, from everybody. Yeah. And yeah. when we hear no, it's so hard because everyone wants to live in a yes society. Of course we do because it makes us feel good. It makes us feel validated. It makes us feel that we're actually contributing. Mm. You know, we talk a lot about in coaching about the five pillars of the universe that make us feel like we're adding value. And actually one of them is actually to feel that we're adding value. So if you're not feeling valued, you're not going to feel authenticated. And when people say no, it hurts because it feels like they personally said a no to you, which is if you're in a business, it's not. It might actually just not be a, maybe your timetables can't work out. Maybe the need that you're asking for is too great for that business for right now. Maybe they can't figure out a way to, 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 to get what you're asking for. It's, it's never a personal thing in business. Yeah. It, a no is just a no for right now. And it's not personal. And often in life as well, right? The same, oh, the same in life. Yeah. I actually have a really great segment of like that I just want to like take that from it's just like the perfect pairing because one of the many things that I love about you and your coaching um is you give like a ridiculous amount of action steps and it's yes. crazy it's it's so amazing and none of them seem to make sense at first but then just taking those little right actions every day helps well I'll just use me as an example helps me just start to listen to my intuition and take action faster so what I'm hearing from what you're saying is you know the best thing we can do is like when you hear a yes is like Take action on it from that place. And when it feels like, eh, okay, well, maybe that would be good. Maybe pause and, and go a different direction. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I always call it our universal answer, right? Mm -hmm. You know, first of all, there's no such thing as a gut instinct. Oh, my God, I love this conversation we're having right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's I want to no hear more about that. I want to hear more about so that. So good. Okay. So good. Okay. So there is no such thing as a gut instinct. Our gut instinct is our human vessel's reaction to getting and receiving information from a higher spiritual plane, period. Mm. So when we have those gut instincts, that is, I don't want you to get in trouble for taking too much flack about talking about religious things, but to be honest, oh, I, don't I don't care. Know. I believe that it is either God or the universe, which I feel is interchangeable, mm -hmm. or spirit guides or our angels our spiritual family that is around us, guiding us and leading us all the time. And what we do is we get so stuck and we take all of this information and travel it up to our head and travel it up to our brain. And then we try to manipulate it. We're people pleasers. We think about all of the reasons why this will not work. And then three or four days later, we finally come to a very painful decision of like, oh yeah, no, that's not going to work for me. And the whole time, the universe and your spiritual family is standing there beside you being like, what are they doing? What are, you, what are you doing right now? That's not what we just told you. So when we have that gut instinct, what we need to do is step back from ourselves, get out of our own way and say, okay. And on top of that, what I always teach and preach is 
if in you it feels like a 100% validated right away, yep, absolutely, yes, I want to do that, do that. Yeah. But if there is ever any little thread or shred of, mm, you know what, oh my God, I'm not really sure about that, that's what we call a universal positive negative. The universe is saying, yeah, maybe not right now. I'm not really sure. That's a no. Don't do it. That's a no. And so often we get caught up in in the pretty things and the glamour and, and the rush and the need to get things done that we actually forget to validate that gut instinct from within. Oh, so beautiful. And I can attest to that. We had a call back in March and I was at like, just a horrible shitty place where I just wasn't listening to my guides I wasn't listening to myself I wasn't listening to you like it was just like chaos in my mind because I stopped tapping in and one of the things that I just started doing was I just slowed down I just forgot about like my long-term goals. They're there. I have them. I know. And I've just been waking up every single day and I have a plan. I know I'm going to post something or share something, but it's like, okay, what do I need to share today? What do I need to say today? How do, how can I show up today? How can I serve today? And sometimes it's not even close to my plan and I trust it and I ignore what I had in my mind. Yes. And I'm just like, the moment I push send, I get like little butterflies in my stomach. I'm like, yep, that's good. That's exactly what needed to go. When yes. I follow my plan... And it doesn't feel good. I always feel like shit. Yes. Yep. And that that is validation, right? Mm-hmm. That's the universe validating that they're working with you and through you. And as humans, we 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 mess it up. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, we mess it up. And you know, you know, working with with businesses, people are like, okay, let's sit down, and, and people are like, let's create a social media map. Oh. Okay. Well, for 50% of the companies that works for and the other 50% it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like if you guys go in and you look at example, Gary Vaynerchuk, he's this amazing businessman yep. and I follow him. He, he doesn't have a social media map. He has an idea of where he's going, right? Which yes, we all do. Absolutely. But he doesn't, he doesn't sit down every single day and be like, okay, this is what I'm going to plan to talk about. Because let's say you're on stage giving a speech and you have this, universal aha moment where you're like oh man that is such a great thing to share yeah that's such a great thing to share with everybody and anybody well then that's what you should be posting on and I will tell you when I get up in the morning first thing I do is my five rise yes I'm grateful for and out of that moment and those minutes in gratitude things will universally float to me mm-hmm. that are like, okay, you know what? You should post about this or you should talk about this today. And you hope that you put it out into the universe with love and positive intent. And then people will acknowledge it and it'll be validating for people. And I call it pokes. It'll universally poke you to get you to think about, okay, because really all our yes. job is, is to be better than we were yesterday and Absolutely. to trust the universe. 
So when we put something out there, this is really good for like everybody, not just for business owners, but it should come from a positive, loving, energetic state, not from a place of push, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. I had to, I have to get more. It should come from a place of love so that you could give more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because everything in the universe it doesn't matter whether it's in your life, your personal life, your private life, your business life, your businesses. It doesn't matter. Everything needs to come from love mm. because love will always grow into more. Yeah. Love equals abundance, period. Yeah. I, I can say that without a doubt because since our since March, I've just, that's, I've just been allowing my heart to open. I'm just like feeling love, but more like from a place of, I'm going to give it, I'm going to share it, I'm going to feel it, I'm going to embrace it. Like, I've been more focusing on the feeling instead of the physical action, and when I'm in the feeling, I, the action just appears. And what I call that, that is a perfect description of what we call flow. Mm. You're in flow. Yeah. And that is why sometimes in life when things are hard and they're not working out and they're they're really, really difficult, and there's all of these blockages in your way, and things are just like, oh my God, what is going on? That is the universe saying to you clearly, hey, guess what? You are not in flow. Mm -hmm. You are off of the path. You you have fallen out of the wagon. You are in a ditch somewhere, and this is not what you should be doing. <laughs> so so the opposite of that yeah. is everything you just perfectly enveloped and described mm. it is easy I am feeling I am allowing myself to slow down and I'm allowing myself to make better heart-filled and heart directional challenges that are coming up but I'm choosing to do them with different vibration yeah and that is the perfect description of flow because then everything comes together and it becomes easier and it becomes more, I don't know the word I'm searching for right now. It almost, I always describe it as zest. Yeah. It becomes yeah. that you love it, you love the process, you love the flow, and everything kind of comes together in those puzzle pieces. And the pathways are created in front of you, and then abundance is created. And that is flow. That's what we should be. That's where we should be living. It's all of the other muck and all of the other bad stuff that allows us to understand what being out of flow feels like so that when we grow and when we are transformed into flow, we're more grateful. Mm. And it's so true because honestly, I honest wouldn't know how good it feels to feel the way I'm feeling now if I hadn't had a really shitty 2017. Right? Totally. So that's the universe's way of teaching you and giving you lessons and being like, okay, sister friend, I want you to do the self-work, do the self-work because it's the hardest. Mm -hmm. And then, then when we get back on track and back on the right pathway and everything is coming up for lack of a better term, roses, and it's easy, but it's still challenging and you're still growing, that's flow. Mm -hmm. And you have to know what being out of flow feels like so that when you're in flow, you can recognize it. 
how do you, if you were to give like one baby step, how do you get back into flow? I mean, there's so many ways. I have like three pages of ways you gave me, but what are, what is a way, like one thing people can do if they're like, you know what, that's how I'm feeling. Everything's hard. I'm so out of flow. What is the first step for them? Oh my God, I love this. Okay, I'm going to slap you with some wisdom okay, here. Okay, I love it. Slap I'm going to give you three things that everybody can do to get yourself into flow. Okay. Number one, and I know everyone's going to listen to this and be like, girl, you crazy, but I swear to you this works. Okay. And this is a universal moment when I believe that God was speaking to me, and it was a girl, and she said, girlfriend, this is what you need to do. I want you to very clearly write down everything that is not I said that correctly. Everything that is not working for you. Everything. Mm -hmm. Everything that you are not liking. Everything that is not vibrating very well for you. Things that you're like, oh man, why is this happening? Everything you're just in that space of ugh with right now. Write it out. Write it all down. Point form. I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like this. I don't like this because then what you're going to do is when you are done that list, and for people, that might be a list of a week, that might be two weeks, it might take you three weeks to come up with this master list of everything you don't like. And I know people's heads are spinning right now because they're like, I don't understand this, why am I writing down things that I'm being negative? Because here, here's the connection. Okay. If we are very clear in knowing what we don't want, as humans, guess what? We're not going to want to repeat it. Oh. So you're going to write down the opposite of that. So what do you not like? What would be the correction for that? Mm. So I'll give you an example. One of the things I hated of many things that I did not like when I had to rush to my sheeple job was that I was rushing. I, I don't like the feeling of being rushed. It makes me feel out of control. I'm a, as you know, I'm a little bit of a control freak. <laughs> That's things I work on daily. Um, I think it comes along with coaching, right? I'm like, okay, I, I need to let go of the reins a little bit sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Um, and and I, I was rushing and rushing and rushing to get to a job that I didn't want to go to, to sit in my office at 7 in the morning to have a lineup of people out of my door wanting to ask me questions. I hadn't even turned on my computer and I haven't even had a cup of coffee and I was very, very bitchy. And you've only been up for probably like 90 minutes. Seriously. Yeah. And... The other back part of that, the back story was I had to rush around and get my child ready and then the nanny was coming in and I didn't, it's not that I didn't like the nanny, God bless her, she was a godsend to our family. It's just I felt guilt yes. about leaving my child to be raised by someone else when I'm more than capable of doing that. Yeah. And then to rush to a job where I didn't even want to be just so I could sit there and solve stupid people problems for, you know, 12 hours a day that I just didn't want to be there. Yeah. So I was getting stress hives. My hair was falling out. I was crying all the time just because I felt rushed and I was rushing into doing something that I didn't want to do. Yeah. So my opposite for that would be, okay, I like to feel that I have time. I want to feel that I have time. It's so crucial to me to set myself up for success every day to start calmly and with gratitude. So my opposite of feeling rushed was to ease into my day. Not that I'm not being productive. Everyone has a different idea of what being productive is. For me, it's waking up naturally. I normally wake up at about 5 a.m. 
I spend an hour to an hour and a half by myself in meditation. I look at my schedule. I prepare for my day. And very important to me is I have silence and I drink really super delicious, yummy coffee. Yep. That is important to me. That sets me up for success. And I read. I also read uh, like half a book every morning. I'm, I'm an insatiable reader. So the opposite of being rushed would be that I'm setting myself up for success through my schedule, as an mm. example. So you're going to write down everything you don't like, and then you're going to write the opposite of that. Which is easier to figure out when you've written down what you don't like. It absolutely is, because yes. as humans, that's where our, we're, we're hardwired to pick up on negative first, oh. until you can unprogram what you have learned and reprogram the positive life. It's a fact so, of life. So true, because what's the thing you get all the time if you just start with asking someone, what do you want? They instantly go to, I don't know. But if you tell them what, if you ask them what they don't want, they'll talk your ear off for two hours. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it's easy. It's easy for us as, as people to identify with what we don't want. So we're going to start there. And then step number two is from that list, you're going to rewrite out everything that you love mm. everything that you love and it could be big it could be small one of the things I loved about my HR job was when I got to have those special quiet moments one-on-one -on -one with my employees because effectively what I was doing in those moments is I was coaching right yes about how we could further their career what courses could we set them up with what time is that going to look like what can we invest in them what tools can we give them so that they can move forward so I knew that by making my love list everything that I loved in my life or everything maybe not in my life right then but things that I knew that I loved I would concretely look at that and and there would be a connection there for finding purpose mm. For finding purpose. So you're going to create then a love list. And you're going to take that list of everything that you don't like. And you're going to do the opposite. And then you're going to use your love list. And if there are things you're doing in your life right now. Things that you're doing right now. And if you don't love them. Stop. Stop. Why are you doing things that you don't love? So true. Because I wake up every morning and I'm like, thank you, Jesus, praise God, praise the Lord. Thank you, universe, that I get to do what I get to do. I jump out of bed on fire and I'm thankful and grateful and so full of zest and excitement every single day because I get to do what I love, yeah. not what I like, not what I like. I do what I love. So you're going to do your love list. And I want you to look at your life wherever you are right now. And if you don't love it, please stop. We're not here to like, we're not here to hate, we're here to love. And everything grows from love. And then the third thing I want you to do is I want you to heightenly be aware of gratitude. Everything that you have in your life that you are grateful for. And what I did was I created a gratitude jar. So every time I think of something I'm grateful for, I write it down on my beautiful little pieces of paper. Uh, if something happened, like the other day, I won $50 on the lottery. I like did a happy dance. I was like, whoop, whoop, whoop. I yeah. felt like Oprah. I was like, you get a puppy, you get a puppy, you get a puppy. Wait, <laughs> it's only $50. <laughs> but I was so excited, right? Yes. So what I did was I put that in my gratitude jar. Oh. I was so thankful that the universe provided me with $50. Absolutely. So then when I, 
right? Like, it's so fun. So then what I did with that $50 was we donated half of it to the um, Humane Society. And then the other half, I took my daughter to the dollar store and I let her get whatever she wanted. I was like, let's get some stuff so we can do crafts, so we can have valuable time together, right? Oh, that's just so wonderful. And it just kept expanding and expanding. Yes, that's the point. So when we are aware of, even though things might not be perfect, I don't think there ever is a perfect, but even when we're in the deepest and darkest hole of our life, or we're in that beautiful space of transition, and I love the space of want, actually. I think it's wonderful when people want things because it gives us direction and it gives us goals and we're going to take action. The greatest thing happens when we shift into gratitude and love. Mm. And those are the three things that you can work on. Your lists, your love list, and your gratitude. And what I love about that, it just, like, I just felt myself immediately just relax um, because it puts you in this energetic state of just ease. It, well, you know, what I love about it, sorry to cut you off, no, but yeah, ahead. I just got so excited there because what I love about that is I want everybody to think right now who's listening. We have all, myself included, you included, we have all been in this space of holy FML, what is going on in my life right oh, now? God, like, yeah. Uh, right? Yes. Instead of doing that, what if we took that as a blessing from the universe, we shifted our attitude to gratitude, and we thought, okay, I'm going to do the self-work. I'm going to dig deep and say, instead of saying, why is me? Why is this happening to me? I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to fix this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to face it head on. I'm going to look at what is not working, which we don't want to do. Right. And let me remind everybody that most of the time when we're stuck, it comes from a space of lack. Yeah. Are you lacking? Is it education? Is it money? Is it self love? Is it encouragement for yourself? Is it, do you need more support? Do you need a mentor? You know, everything comes from a space of lack. Mm -hmm. So we're going to look at that. And instead of being scared and staying stuck, what we're going to do is figure out a way to action plan it and focus our intention and our energy, stay positive and move forward. We're going to shift forward. And that's what you do when you coach. That's what you do when you coach me. That's what you do when you coach everyone. That's what you do every time you do a podcast. You always end with like, here's what you can do. You're always getting people to take forward action. Like just forget about what happened five minutes ago. Take forward action. But you also remind us to be patient because it, some of it might be like, yeah, you're going to find the 50 bucks on the street right now. And some of it might be, it might take three months. Oh, absolutely. Right. Because I think we always think we want perfection right now. Oh God. Yes. Right. Like sometimes that's not going to happen because we're building the building blocks to lift us to that higher platform. Mm -hmm. I always think of success as, as building blocks. And every time we triumph, we acknowledge that we're grateful for it and we move forward. We move on and we, we move, we move up, right? Because success, I always say Oprah wasn't built in a week. God, no. Like my God, that woman has had a career over 35 years in television. 
Yeah. And radio, right? She didn't just wake up in the morning and, and grow in, in like a week into this Oprah where she now has her own television network. It was hard work. Yes. It was sleepless nights. It was self-work. It was self-reflection. And was it all worth it? Absolutely it was. And it's a glorious journey when you allow yourself to take it. And she was always, even with the difficult times, and this is what you said at the beginning, even through the hard times when everyone said no to her, she stayed true to her authentic self. And yes. the rest just... Not that it fell into place, she had to do the work, but she never wavered from who she was at her core, even when everyone around her said, absolutely not. Yep, absolutely. And that mm. comes with being 100% authentic. Authentic. So it all comes back to that. It all comes back to like just... Circle moment! Oh my goodness. It's so true. How though, it should be the easiest thing, but... How do we even sometimes know who we are when we've been so busy being everyone else or what we think everyone else wants from us? Like, it's so hard sometimes. It should be so easy. Like, of course, I'm just me. That should just be so easy. But it's not for so many people. How do we just shift back to our authentic self? And the reason why it's not easy is because we have been programmed to be selfless to not be selfish and to mm. not focus on ourselves from oh. from the time we're a little baby, right? Oh, I just had an aha moment. Well, it's true because yeah. I say to people when we're coaching and what I love about when people come for coaching and they're like, you know what? I'm having a midlife crisis. I'm like, thank God. I'm like, it's about time. I'm yeah. like, Good. It means you're ready to do the work. It means you're ready to do the self work and get honest with your authentic self. Because we are groomed and we are led to believe that being selfish is a, is we don't do that. It's a wrong thing, mm. especially for females. I want you to be successful, but not more successful than your male counterpart. Mm. I or, want yeah. you to go have a career and I want it to be an amazing career where you're changing the world. You're blazing the pathway, but you're not allowed to hit that glass ceiling because it's a man's world. Don't be be successful, but not too successful. Yeah. Be right? happy, so, but not too happy. Be healthy, yeah. but not too healthy. You don't want to upset anyone exactly. who, yeah. Exactly. And we're conditioned. Mm. We're conditioned. So when people come in, they're like, Jesse, I don't know who I am and I don't know what my purpose is. And I say, okay, are you ready for a ride? Are you ready to do the work? And if you say yes, what we're going to do is we're going to get real laser focused. We're going to get real quiet. And we're going to start saying no. Mm -hmm. We're going to start saying no to things that people are wanting us to do when we no longer want to do them. Because what we do when we say yes, when we actually authentically mean no, is we're giving our power away. Yep. So just as an example, I have a lady last night who had come in for coaching. And she has two grown children now who are out of the nest. She's an empty nester literally coming in September and she, she is freaking out. Uh, she was a stay at home mom, which is the hardest thing to do. And she is entering a new book in her life, not a new chapter, a new book mm, in her life. And yep. she's sitting across from the desk crying saying, what am I going to do? I don't know what I'm going to do. And I said, yes, you do. You do know what you're going to do because for the first time, 
in a very, very long time in your life, in your journey, you have been gifted time. Mm. You have been gifted time to focus on yourself. Maybe for the first time ever. So if number one, you don't have to be a mom. If number two, you know that your husband can look after himself. So if you have now all of this free time, we're going to figure out who you are and we're going to figure out who you can be. And we're going to do that by figuring out what you love. And the only way we're going to figure out what you love is we're going to taste. We're going to taste everything, as many things as you can do that pique your interest. Yeah. Take a cooking class, take an educational course, start a group, you know, go to a group, get a coach, get a mentor, Get out of that comfort zone of I'm going to sit at home and not do anything and we're going to start doing. We're Mm -hmm. going to start tasting life again. And it's uncomfortable and it's scary, but I will guarantee you that's how we're going to find out what your purpose is. You're either love things that you're doing or you're not going to love things you're doing. And if you don't like it, guess what? You don't have to finish it either. That's That's just it. Exactly. Like, just let it go. Yeah. Right. Like I'll tell you, I paid like 400 and some odd dollars. I, this is so funny. I went to this Indian cooking class and I was like, Oh my God, I love Indian food. I'm going to have this Indian feast. It's going to be so amazing. (laughs) And I was in it to win it. And I was on like day two and I was like, Oh Lord have mercy. What did I get myself into? This is not for me. I am exceptionally busy. I am never going to have three days to cook, to make an Indian feast for myself. So it's going to be 1-800-BUTTER-CHICKEN-HUT. Yeah. And I'm going to have myself, right? So on day two, when I came home, there was two days left. And I was like, I'm not going to make a sauce that has 37 spices in it and grind my own spices. Uh, These are the ABCs of me. Do I love it? Absolutely. Am I going to finish it? Nope. Yeah. it's not for me. Yeah. So I didn't go back. And I'm okay with that because my time is more valuable than me actually finishing something and being like, check, I finished that. Well, if I'm not loving every second of it and it's not validating for me and if it's not filling me and if it's not, if I'm not feeling zesty, which is life, if I'm not like, woohoo, I love doing this. Why, why are you doing that? Oh, it's so true. You, that was one of the biggest things you told me back in March was, but you told me one, number one, get out of my comfort zone. And number two, start saying no to things so that you can say yes to things and it's okay to change your mind. 100%. 100%. It is, yeah. it is 100% okay to change your mind. And we, we change we, our mind all the time, right? Yeah, and we stick with stuff because we're like, well, we loved it. Why aren't we sticking with it? We must be a failure. I never follow through. <laughs> but, but that's conditioning. Mm-hmm. That's, that's an imprint. That's what we call an imprint, right? Mm-hmm. Society says, yep, no matter what you do, you have to finish. Like it or lump it. Too bad for you. You started. You're going to finish. Oh. No, you, you have to finish. Why? That's if your heart isn't in it and, and you just are like, oh my God, I don't want to do this, then don't do it. That's you make time for greater opportunity and greater things. Oh, you just gave people the greatest gift because the best thing you can do is let go of the things that just because you liked it, it doesn't mean you have to continue it. And it's okay not to finish everything if it just doesn't feel good anymore. Absolutely. Yes. If it doesn't feel good, why are you doing it? Oh, it's so true. Like, why are we setting goals around things that don't bring us any joy? Yeah. yeah. Everything grows from love. 
Oh, that's amazing. You know, back in the day, like pre-contagiously positive days when I was working at my sheeple job, um, I took sewing lessons. I was like, I'm going to make my own clothes because I love fashion. I'm going to make my own clothes. It's going to be so fun. I started taking sewing lessons. The teacher was amazing. I had fun with the class because it was a, with a bunch of other women. I sucked so bad. She had to be there with me every step of the way. I made this beautiful shirt for my husband. It was great, but I barely did anything. She had to keep doing it. All I did was keep de-threading. And at the end of it, I bought this beautiful sewing machine. I've never touched it again. And my husband's like, why, why are you selling it? Like, you should pick that up again. I'm like, I hated it. <laughs> yeah, it just didn't work for you, right? I mean, it was fun, but it was only the people that were fun. Like, the actual process of making the clothes sucked. I'm not doing that. It's going to take me, like, eight days to make a shirt. Like... <laughs> Right? And good for you for acknowledging that and doing something about it. Yeah, I'm just like, anyone want to buy a sewing machine? <laughs> just, <laughs> like, Gigi. Yeah, yeah. I never even learned how to thread the damn thing. And I'm unapologetic about that. But um, I love that. Just, we'll wrap up soon because I know you have a busy day and I want to do some quickies. But I just want to, because something that came up with for me, you kept saying, you know, like, you should want things like you should want things in your life. And, and the, the immediate thing that came up was be unapologetic about the things that you want. If you want a 5,000 square foot home, like do it. If you, if you want an 800 square foot bungalow, do that too. But like want things and be unapologetic about the things that you want. Yes. And I think too many times we allow ourselves to be governed by others and it is mm. okay to say that you want something. Mm -hmm. It's okay to say very loudly and clearly from your heart to the universe, I want to make a million dollars this year. I want to make 120 grand this year. I want to make $10,000 a month. I want to make $20,000 a month. We have this thing in society where we quickly judge people if they ask for too much. Yeah. And being a spiritual person and an awakened person doesn't bother me at all. If, if that's what it takes for you to feel successful and to feel validated and to feel happy, great. Yeah. Please run towards that like you're on fire. There, yeah. there is nothing wrong with having a want. And everybody's wants and desires are different. And thank God, because that's what makes us original, right? Oh, it's so, so true. You know, I've always said for myself, I'm like, one day I'm going to have my own company where we are a bunch of coaches and we're going to be doing retreats, like example in Fiji. Yeah. Because people need them, right? So mm. there's nothing wrong with putting that out to the universe as long as you're going to do the backside of it, the work to get there. And do you find people talk themselves out of their dreams? Oh, absolutely. Because we're, we're, we're totally, again, imprinted on by society where I want you to have dreams, but they have to be, air quotes, realistic. Oh, well, let me, let me tell you this. So I, I, to give you an example, when I was in high school, I, uh, I, was, I remember being in social studies in high school. And I remember thinking in just living in Canada, it's freezing in Canada in Ontario. And I was like, Oh my God, I, I know concretely that I don't want to be here working. Yeah. So what I did was I was, everyone would ask me, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like in grade 11 and 12. And I'm like, you know what? I have no idea. I know that I don't want to be in Canada because it's freezing. So I just want to get a job and work somewhere warm. 
Mm. Well, it wasn't even a couple months later that I ended up working as a singer and a dancer on a cruise ship. Oh my goodness. Six years. And so when I went to my high school reunion, I was like, hey, Mr. So-and-so, do you remember me? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. Of course, with the name Dolphin, how would I not remember you? He goes, what did you, you know, what did you end up doing with your life? I'm like, actually, for the first six years, I ended up working on a cruise line, which you very clearly told me that I couldn't do because I had to get a real job. So I always will remember that. And that motivated me because I was like, oh, really? Well, watch this, <laughs> right? Like, Aww. I think. Whatever we have, anything that is within us, anything that has been given to us and we can't stop thinking about it from the universe, Mm -hmm. that is what you should be doing, period. And Mm -hmm. it is in those quiet moments. If you can't stop thinking about creating your own business, if you can't stop thinking about creating a family and having a child, if you can't stop thinking about moving into this big, beautiful home, those are in you to take action and create period. Mm, I just got goosebumps because it, that is just a brand new thing that I'm embracing since March. And I stare at my vision board every day and it's surrounded by crystals that you told me to get. And the vision board is designed the way you told me to do it. I take action on the shit you give me. I'm like, I have, I print it. I, it's there. I'm like, what can I do today that Jessica told me to? What would Jessica do? And I I look at it. it. I want to cry every day when I look at the vision board and I love, but also the thing is, is I, I had to get happy with where I am now and not get stuck in the when I haves. And that was the switch you helped me really embrace was it's like, okay, well, it's fine. Go after this stuff, but you also need to be happy today. Uh, Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, You need to be in the moment. You need to be filled with gratitude and love for every blessing that you have right now. Yeah. And give yourself permission to dream big. Mm -hmm. Now I want to backtrack a minute here because I love what you're saying about vision boards uh, I want to hit on vision boards really quick because yes. I know we're almost out of time, but I want to, uh, I encourage people, yes, to create your vision board, but let me remind everybody that a vision board is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I have mine in my, uh, closet, my walk-in closet. I look at it and manifest every day, yep. but what goes along with that vision board that makes it a crucial tool in your life is that it reminds you to work. It reminds you to do the work, number one. I was hoping you'd say that. Yeah, we can't just manifest, put beautiful things on a board, and poof, they're magically going to Aladdin genie happen. It doesn't work that way. You, They're a reminder for you to put in the work and put in the time and do the action planning and the goal setting and the accountability part and to work. Yes. And that's why vision boards work. Yeah, it's like, these are your dreams, now what? And that was actually going to be one of my questions for you was, you're one of the best people, like the best manifestors I know, how do you do it? And that is how, you you are constantly taking actions. Your vision board, these are the things that you want and that inspire you to get up every day and be like, okay, let's do this. Yeah, and thank you, I'll take the compliment. What I love about the vision boards is that that the vision board really is our end goal. That's your end goal. So what we need to do now is we need to start at the bottom and work Mm. your way up to to each and every single platform. So let's say your your vision is you want a 5,200-square-foot bungalow in Southampton. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. I fuck it, language. I love that, (laughs) right? 
right? Like, I absolutely love that. So what are we going to do? How are we going? What steps can we create? And what things can we do within our life that are going to allow us to level up and to get there? Mm. And it's not going to be easy. But if that is your end goal and you know 100% concretely that's what you want for yourself and your family and in your life, if you want it bad enough, you're going to do the work to get it and you're going to make it work. Mm. And that's why I'm good at manifesting because I I think everything is possible and that's what I teach and preach. Everything is 100% possible. Do you, do you think that Michael Jordan woke up in the morning and was like, you know what, I'm going to be the greatest basketball player of all time, but I'm just going to sit on the couch and I'm going to play Xbox? Yeah. No, no, he didn't. He was out there practicing for three, four, five, six hours every day, even when he was in school. Then he was in basketball camp. Then he was hiring coaches and mentors to help him to get better. And then he was drafted. And then when everyone else was at the pool having rosé and, you know, chilling out and having a great time during the summer, guess what he was doing? He was working that. out, he was eating properly, he was preparing, and he was creating a map to success with goals and action items, and he was getting it done. And that's yeah. why he was the greatest and is the greatest. And that's the way you have to do it. You know, I said no to a bunch of things this August because I set a really big, massive freaking goal. And I had to say no to a bunch of things because... If I don't say, if I say yes to those things, I'm saying no to my goal and I'm saying no to myself. And it's just a temporary no. Once I reach that goal, I, my life will open up more and I'll set a new goal and I'll have to say different no's. But right now I'm just embodying it because I've never done that before. My dreams and desires have always gone off. I love that you said that because sometimes when we have that great goal that we're chugging towards... It, it might mean that for the short-term gains, we might have to say no to things that, sure, they're sexy, they're pretty, they're fun, but you know what? I'm not going to do that because mm-hmm. I might be writing a workshop. I might be writing my third book. I might be preparing for a speech. Do I want to go to a pool party and drink wine all night? Absolutely. I do with all my friends and family, but my end game, my end goal is worth so much more than, you know, having two, three hours of having fun with my family and having a hangover the next day. Yeah. Because I know the greater good and the greater goal and how much value it's going to bring to all of you. Yes. Like once I reach that goal, I'm able to give so much more and I, it, it's 100%. not easy. It's not easy. You have to be open and honest about it and you have to, you know, e- express your, your needs. If, especially like for me, I have a partner at home, I express my needs, but because I'm so passionate about it, because I'm like embodying it, he's like, okay, I'm going to go alone. I'm like, okay, like it's all good. You're like, love you, bye. <laughs> you know, so yeah. So thank you so much. I have a question for you, okay? I have a couple questions. We'll wrap up and then you can get back to your day. So what is one thing, just one thing, because my podcast is called Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive. Yours is Soul Alignment, which, right? Yes. Yeah, which is just so amazing. What's one thing people can do to unleash their inner contagiously positive and get into soul alignment? Final words, one word, one thing, one word of wisdom, wise wisdom from you. Stop stopping. Mm. Yeah. Right? Like, Mm. if you want to change and you are unhappy, take accountability and responsibility for yourself. Get up. Dust yourself off, ask for help if that's what it takes, and go. Mm. 
Love it. So I love it. I love it. Stop stopping. Just take that forward momentum. Action, action, action. We can all achieve those big goals. Let's just all put it out there. We're all going to achieve our big goals this month. Like that's August is like, let's just get shit done. We're here right. to support each other, right? Like anyone who's listening, like we, we don't live anywhere near each other yet. We're always supporting each other. You don't have to be in the same friggin' geographical map with each other. Right? So yeah. Yeah. I love it. Where can, people, right? where, where can people find you? How can they support you? What's the best way to reach out to Jessica Dolphin, Power of Three? Absolutely. Thank you. So best way is Power of Three on Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, it is a daily love, light, and blessings post. All oh, it sort is. Of you can check me out on my website at www.psychicmediumjessica.com. And you can follow on my social media at Jessica Dolphin 3 on Instagram and Jessica Dolphin Power 3 on my YouTube channel. Wonderful. I will put all the links in the show notes too so people can just click and go and just be inspired for the day. And you do everything. Inspiration. You make people laugh. You make people cry. You do it well, all. Sometimes you... <laughs> laugh at yourself who can you laugh at <laughs> oh I know when you do something silly you like laugh with a little snort which always just like brings me so much joy because I'm just like oh she's just the sweetest person in the world <laughs> oh my god thank you for the love bath well thank you so much for coming on I cannot wait to share this and thank you for letting all of us be us Absolutely. Thank you for being you and shine on and remember to have conversations that matter. Mm, absolutely. Thank you so much. I can't wait to have you back on. I have so many other questions for you. Amazing. Okay. Have a great day. Thanks, hon. Bye. Bye. Was that not the most amazing human being you have ever heard speak? Thank you so much for tuning in to my interview with Jessica Dolphin. I hope you enjoyed every single juicy nugget. Take action, folks. I can tell you if you work the work, if you do the things that she says, you will fire up your life. You will create and live a life that you love. You will unleash your inner contagiously positive. You will get in total soul alignment. I love life. I want to jump out of bed and live it. Honestly, all you have to do is take those tiny little action steps that she said. I would love to hear from you. If you have any little golden nuggets yourself, any aha moments, message me. I would love to get your feedback. If you think that this episode will help someone else, share it, send it, save it, screenshot it, whatever you need to do, get it to those who need to hear Jessica's message. Follow her and I promise you, your entire life will change forever. So as always, thank you so much for tuning in and of course, be happy, be healthy and say it with me because if you've been following me, you know what's coming next. Be contagiously positive.